Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, gang, and here we go again. 7.10, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock, Watchdog Morning Show for a Friday. As I usually say on a Friday, we have made it to and almost through the whole week, and uh, then this is my last day with you all together today. Uh, and then Slider takes over next week for uh, for a week's worth of a great conversation and good information. But right now, you and I and Bob are here together, all together. And if you want to join us, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, or call us, 304-232-8255, Frio Stack Auction Service phone line. Big gig is underway. We're swinging the soiree all the way up until 10 o'clock this morning. And we got a lot of things we're going to get into. Too, but most importantly, I want to hear from you, and we're glad that you are just here with us. It's a cool morning again. Not quite as cold as yesterday, Bob. 33, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 28 at the Highlands. Still my backyard is the cold spot. 20 degrees in Elm Grove and 29 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It's one of the, you know, I never know why. The temperature's cold. It didn't feel as cold to me this morning. How about you? I think I'm maybe just getting used to it, Howard. I think maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but it was cold. Yeah, it just I, you know, when I got in the car, didn't didn't get. I mean, like you, I turn it on and get it warm before getting the car, but just didn't seem that bad. It's going to be a nice warm day today. Sunny, a high could be up to around 50 today, 52 tomorrow. Then rain's going to come in for a good bit of the weekend. That's the forecast, and some of it could be uh, quite a good bit of rain. We'll talk more about that coming up a little bit uh, a little bit later on here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Yesterday, Thursday, so um, the Monroe boys all got together again, my entire gang, Jason, Justin, Jonathan, and I, and we headed off to um, to Uncle Pete's yesterday. You would have known our table if you came by. It was How the, many hot dogs was on that table? It Howard? was the table that had 10 hot dogs. <laughs> 10 hot dogs on it. Everyone with uh, mustard and onions and, of course, the chili sauce, the Louis hot dog style chili sauce and and uh, bless Jonathan's heart, because Jonathan's trying to eat healthy, right? So he came up with the compromise. Give him the compromise. He ordered a nice chef's salad with vinaigrette dressing and two hot dogs. Because <laughs> he <coughs> had to stay with the rest of us. And Justin said he didn't think two hot dogs would be enough, so he got himself a sandwich at the same time. But uh, it's become kind of a tradition for the Monroe boys to get together once a week and have have uh, have lunch. And it was kind of cool. And Uncle Pete's was... Uh, the place we chose to go. On Thursdays, it's the place to go. I understand you were what you were playing trivia yesterday. Uh, Excuse me, uh, sir. <laughs> I heard I heard rumors that you were a trivia master. Well, Howard, I had the Moundsville feeling yesterday. Right. I, uh, I, well, you had Randy Chamberlain here talking Moundsville. Yeah, it kind of that. pumped me up. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought there's a cigar uh, place in Moundsville. You don't smoke cigars. I do not, and I proved that yesterday, Howard. <laughs> But I hooked up with Shane, uh, our good friend Shane Stack, and I said, let's uh, let's hang out in Moundsville tomorrow. So we did, and I met him down there. And Howard, I'm not a tobacco smoker. I, I grew up in the bar business. I, I have never smoked one cigarette in my life. Never, never, never 
I wouldn't do it. Just I, I, can't, I, I can't understand why anybody you would want to do that. You didn't inhale. That's well, what Bill Clinton said. So, you know, and it was a great atmosphere at uh, Cigar Life right there on Jefferson Avenue. And Shane had already picked out a really nice uh, cigar for me. So, you know, and, and I haven't had a he cigar. He is a cigar aficionado. He is. He knows his stuff. And I thought, man, I haven't had a cigar for probably close to 30 years. You know, poker games occasionally I'd have a, a cigar. And so we sat down there, just a great atmosphere, and uh, wasn't drinking, could if you want, but no, just sitting there having some really good conversation, Howard. And a couple things happened. I get a little, I get a little buzz off this cigar, and I'm Whoa. thinking, man. So my problem was I smoked this cigar kind of like Cheech and Chong would smoke it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And about halfway through this cigar, it hits me. Man, I think I'm going to get sick. Oh. I don't want to do it in the bathroom here, but man, I've had this feeling before, but it's usually in a honky-tonk. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> right. usually... Now you're in a sophisticated cigar I bar. I am, and I'm right dab in the middle of Jefferson Avenue, so where do I go? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so if I stumble out of here and I have to you know, get sick, which I hope I don't, but that little voice in my head saying, yes, you are... So I go out and I scope it out. There's a parking lot off to the side, but I think, man, I'm still probably going to get arrested. Oh, man. I think I just stay, you know, staggered out at one of these bars. So it just proved to me, Howard. First of all, I have no idea what I'm doing with a cigar, and tobacco is not my friend. I need to stay away <laughs> from so uh, tobacco. So I'm sitting there being a little cocky. I'm thinking, okay, who do I know that smokes cigars? Our colleague, the host of the Saturday Morning Sports Huddle, Dr. Angelo Georges. It's like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I call him. Or oh, I send him a text. Oh, no. Hey, we're down here at the cigar shop. Come down and have a smoke. Well, he reminds me it's the middle of the work day. I'd love to, but, you know, I'm a doctor and I got things and to do. it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I thought, well, okay. Who else? Rick Healy. I'll, I'll text Rick. Oh, my Lord, Bob. But then I thought, you know what? He's working too, Howard. It's the middle of the afternoon. I'll leave Rick alone. Maybe the next time. So I had a great, great time. I didn't get sick. Enjoyed the cigar. So I go home, and I almost went to Uncle Pete's too. So then I get this great idea, Howard. Guess what it was? Go back to Moundsville. Go back to Moundsville. Why not? Why would you do that? Well, again, another colleague, Donnie Gilbert, has a gig down there at El Grand Patron. He does music trivia on Thursday nights. And, I, you know, he's always busting my balls. Why don't you come down? Why don't you come down? But, okay. Don's had his, up, you know, his ups and downs here. I'm going to surprise him. some trouble lately. Yeah, so, yeah I'm going to surprise him. Show him a little support. Show yeah, be supportive. Well, how do you think that worked, Howard? It was good. But, so but, well, but I forgot what nightlife is all about, <laughs> Howard. It, it's kind of fun, but I'm too old. I look at hell. It's past my bedtime, and it's only 8 o'clock. <laughs> But I had the, the Moundsville feeling yesterday, Howard, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Lots of fun. You lived the mound town. I did. <laughs> going back today? No, I think I'm going to take a little break. Take, take, <laughs> take, take a little break. I couldn't tell you the last time I've been out at night. I mean, actually out at night. I, I, literally, I couldn't tell you when it was. I just... I have memories of it. That's the best I can do. And I did, too. And it was really fun to get out. And here is another tidbit, Howard. Okay. <laughs> this establishment, Cigar Life, is a place for men and, I guess, women also that would enjoy a cigar to sit there 
and have conversation. Contemplate things, yes. Ta- you know, uh, solve the problems of the world without, again, really no booze in- involved at all. You sit there. No, you could. You bring your own bottle. You have that. You want to have a drink. I've been to a couple of those places. Sometimes they sip a little cognac. Yes. Just a little, but yes, it's not, you, it's not like got, sitting down there and going through 10 Bud Lights. You got it here. And we're having conversation, and the conversation gets around to homeless, the homeless in Moundsville and the homeless here in Wheeling. And this gentleman sitting there, he has a beard, very, very polite man, very nice man. We're talking about the, the hazards of homeless, the, the possibility of fires, you know, mm-hmm. bring, bringing that type of thing up. There was a fire on 16th Street. And this gentleman speaks up in, about compassion for the homeless. And I cut him off. I don't want to hear that, I said. Of course you know, because, well, this guy is a pastor. He uh. is, <laughs> he did not, uh, was not in his preaching garb. So I didn't know that. <laughs> but I basically tell him he don't know what the hell he's talking about. But it was a great time, Howard. Later on, you know, we shook hands when he left. He said, usually the only one that ever talks to me like that is my wife. <laughs> so, pardon me, pastor, you know, forgive me. But it was a really fun day in Moundsville, Howard. All right, well, that's well. We'll try it again one of these days. Yeah, I got to rest up. Take, take some time. To, take Maybe some, I'll take you with me when you come back from vacation. Take some time. Take some time to prepare. Ah, you know what? For all the troubles you talk about, there sounds like you kind of had fun though. I did have fun, and it just shows you, Howard, the the topic, the hot topic is where, we're just about wherever you go right now is homeless. It's it's the 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 conversation, and that man was very very compassionate. But even talking about He's it down in Moundsville, yes, yes, he was. I didn't know that. It's really, pastor. see, pastors kind of have that. Yes, you know. he does. Very nice man, Howard. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a a time. It sounds like a good time, but I'll just say I'm glad you had a time. And Rick Healy's going. Phew. Well, I'm glad he didn't call me. <laughs> Rick's listening. I was going. You were going to call me. <laughs> In the middle of the yeah, afternoon. To come have a cigar? You know I am the city manager, right? <laughs> I'm picturing Angelo <laughs> at 1 o'clock. Bob, uh, got a patient here. You a little know? jealous, but I am working, you know. <laughs> Anyways, well, good. I'm good for you. So I had hot dogs and you had um, cigar cigars. smoke. Yes. <laughs> cigar smoke. And, and there it went. 7, 18, 18 after the hour. It is the, <laughs> the Watchdog Morning Show. Again, you can uh, reflect on Mr. Slider's evening or on my uh, hot dog binge, uh, binging at uh, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. What do we got going today here on the show? One of the most influential education leaders locally and statewide, certainly in, in my entire lifetime, passed away yesterday at the age of 88. John McCabe and I will reflect on the life and legacy of Hank Meraki. Hank Meraki died at the age of 88 yesterday. Um, he was, um, again, I, he was one of the most influential local educators and then state superintendent of schools, uh, major uh, impact on education here in the Ohio Valley and across the state. And uh, good piece in the intel this morning. You can check that out. But uh, John and I will talk about that. Coming up a bit later on, I may offer a few thoughts here in, uh, after the break of my own. Also on the Friday roundtable of local news when McCabe is here, we'll look at the opening of the freeze shelter, the possibility of a library levy, and the hiring of a new growth and retention manager for Ohio County, which I don't fully understand, but we'll talk about that. Uniglobe's Bill Bryson is in. He just came back from a big trip to Texas, deep in the heart of Texas, and he'll share some stories with us. Uh, Bob and I have the highlights of the week. You do? Did you take time to get highlights in the midst of your smoking? I have, yeah. 
Pardon me, Howard. Yeah, my brain's not thinking very all smoked out here. Okay. Well, well, I'll have highlights. Maybe Bob will be able to share some as well uh, coming up. And I've talked about this all week. I want to try and get the details down because this is my last day here with you all. Gas prices are down near or below $3 a gallon. Uh, there are a number of places around here with th- below $3 a gallon. How much lower are they going to go, and why is it dropping? I've talked about this the last couple of days, but never given us the details. So I've got that coming up, plus uh, all the usual slider on sports and Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report. Um, Rebecca Little is working in the Ohio Valley Newsroom over at WTRF-TV. So we have all of that uh, coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is a cool morning. We're looking at 33 at the airport, 28 at the Highlands, 20 in Elm Grove, and 29 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be a sunny day, a daytime high around 50. It's 7:21. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll get you ready for the beginning of the bowl season coming up this weekend. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire will drop by to talk some fantasy football. Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5, and Tony Creedy will be along at 5.33, plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Bring everyone out for some Nailers Wintertainment. Experience the excitement of an action-packed hockey weekend starting Frosty Friday, January 6th with $2 beers. See great athletes, amazing goals, and jaw-dropping hits. Game time, 7-10. Then, on the 8th, it's a Sunday fun day. Skate with the team after the game. Puck drops 4-10. Join Nailers Army. Get tickets. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. I'm Coach Derek Army, and I'm drafting you for a hockey weekend. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Down in the workshop, all the elves are making toys. For the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. When the boss busted in, nearly scared him half to death. Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath. For the beer to his boots. 
was covered with ammo Like a big fat drunk disgruntled yuletide Rambo And he smiled as he said with a twinkle in his eye Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die What the hell is this? What in the world have you scrounged up here? Howard, that was our most requested this is Christmas my request? song This is the night that Santa went crazy well, <laughs> can we make a pact? Never let's, to play this ever let's again. Never play this one again. <laughs> hey, listen, I was under pressure. You and you did listen. That whoever sent that request did it like four or five days in a row. How come you haven't played my song? How come you haven't played my song? So, so today's theme, Howard. They might not be as bad as this, but these are Christmas songs that maybe you wish you wouldn't have heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. I don't know if you get to this one, but our friend Alan from Neffs. Uh, checks in this morning, still from France. Uh, I'll be with you all morning long, except uh, I have to take a phone call at some point, he tells me. Um, are you playing Christmas in Neffs today, as you talked about yesterday? It's on my iPod, says Alan, to listen to as the holiday nears, uh, the night before Christmas in Neffs. So it would certainly, I don't know if you found it or not. but that's I cer- did not, but I'll look again. It certainly would um, fit in, apparently, given, given how this started. So we're going to have all – this is going to be crazy songs, huh? I mean, unusual. Should I call them unusual? These are the, the worst of the worst, Howard. I don't know how, how, how else it would be better to say it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate for my last day before Christmas. Oh, yeah. That this Merry is Christmas, Howard. This is what you used to send me out with. That's uh, Thank you very much. Alan from Neffs, our first uh, texter this morning. You two can text in 304-214-1600. You know, I got thinking, though, before I get into – actually, we'll probably get into highlights next. Um. This everybody knows. Next week, I'm going to be spending several days at the Greenbrier. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I just realized this will be the first time in my life, any time near Christmas, I have not been at home. I have always been at home through the Christmas season. Have never traveled. Have never, you know. Relatives have always come to visit me. Uh, when Teddy was born, and they still lived in Frederick, they came here. We didn't go there on Christmas. Um, this will be the first time ever that I'll have, um, I, I mean, it's not, I'll, I'll be home for Christmas, of course, but that Christmas week, the week before, I, first time ever, I'll be traveling during the Christmas season. Yeah, it's a little different, Howard. Uh, in my 20s, mm-hmm. I had a long-distance uh, relationship, and I traveled uh, by airplane a, a couple times on Christmas, and I just, you know, wandering through an airport doesn't say uh, Merry Christmas. I, I just have never done it, and I, I know m- large numbers of people do, I mean, uh, that's why so many songs are about coming home for Christmas. Home alone, home Howard. Christmas, I, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, But it'll be the first time I've ever not been at home for the entire Christmas season. So, just Well, I mean, you are going to the Greenbrier. It's not like you're going to be out in a trailer well, park somewhere. Camping, Nothing I mean. against Christmas in a trailer park, but <laughs> pretty swanky, Howard. You're right. Okay, that's that, that's true. And I will be back for Christmas. I mean, I will be here for Christmas, obviously. But it just it just struck me this morning. This is the first time I've ever, uh, ever not been there. And so... Uh, and also, therefore, it means it's the first time I have never done, not done, a final Merry Christmas show on the radio. I used to always do a big, you know, I'd pick certain songs and have some readings. You would do a reading, yes. All that kind of stuff. And I, uh, I, the first time I won't do that. So I'll leave that up to you. Are you going to have a final Christmas day on Christmas? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to go out with the night that Santa went crazy. Howard. I think we're, that'll take us out for the, the, the holiday. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 728 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Every Friday, Bob and I try to reflect back on some of the things that we did this week here on the show or others did this week on the show. 
calls we got or conversations we had, put them together in what, uh, what I call the highlights of the week. Sometimes they're low lights. They're very positive spots of things we did, or sometimes they're, man, I wish we hadn't done that. Let's take a look at some of the highlights of the week as we have ascertained them this week. You want to kick things off here? You got something? I do. Uh, two on Monday that really kicked things off. Uh, you know, anytime that Jerry brings us our biscuits, uh, yeah, the Wendy's you know, especially biscuits. when you're hungry. I mean, there's really nothing better when you're sitting there thinking, man, I wish I had something to eat. And then voila, there's Jerry with those great uh, Wendy's biscuits. So that was a real highlight for me. And also, it just kind of just happened. We played Barry Manilow, and then that night, Howard was intrigued and just very, very entertaining. Barry Manilow special. With the Barry Manilow Christmas special. So I thought that was pretty cool, Howard. All right, those are good. I thought um, it was our second time around with Randy Chamberlain, but anytime we do memory talk, I think that is one of the most fun things that we do on this show. And I will be honest, I don't think we do it enough. You know, there are a lot of local folks who have written um, – Ohio Valley memory type books like Randy Chamberlain's done around the mound. Uh, there's there's some several written about wheeling people about their their experiences growing up and so on. And whenever we take time to do that, the uh, our, our our good friend the late Jerry Jacovetti used to come in sometimes, and we would just start reminiscing about you know he would talk about growing up on Wheeling Island or I would talk about growing up in in Elm Grove. And sometimes you and I get into it just on our own there growing up so i whenever we get to do a memory show talk about memories of the ohio valley oh uh, yes it's because i'm an old guy all right i get that um but sometimes i just get a kick out of looking back on way the way things were around here so i think randy chamberlain's visit uh, to, to talk about around the mound the memories of moundsville was one of my highlights i i, I agree with you howard because uh, i I don't know that much about Moundsville. Uh, Randy certainly does. And to, to hear those stories, I, I know I'm into it. Uh, <clears throat> the lightning round, by uh, if, we, if you want to judge it by the response on the uh, Frio Stack auction service not hotline, so not, eh, so, not good. so good. But I loved it. I loved that playing. You know, quick response, uh, Howard and I. So maybe we'll try it again. I don't know. Maybe we won't. But I, I really enjoyed that, Howard. You know, let me, let me as, as, as the guy with the hands on the rain most of the time, except when I drop them and you pick them up, um, I, we're going we're gonna to do that again. I like fast feedback. I thought that was fun. And I'll tell you why. There are days, and yesterday was one of them, where I get over the course of a day just a lot of news None of which is worth us taking 20 minutes for, none of which is worth us calling a guest to come in on. But I think it's just fun for you and I to have a quick reflection on some of these headlines. So I thought so, yeah. It was, it was a highlight for me, Howard. Fast feedback, one of your highlights, and we will do it again. Um, I thought we, I enjoyed the discussion. Now, maybe because I just hate him. Uh, I enjoyed the discussion we had about Patrick Morrissey and how he believes that the other debate was the loser debate. He didn't take part in the uh, uh, the gubernatorial debate it, it Metro News put on, and and uh, because he's such an arrogant, I'll just leave it there. He's so arrogant that uh, he said, "Well, that was the losers' debate. They all were fighting for the silver medal." I just enjoyed that conversation because we get to poke fun at Patrick Morrissey a little bit, and whenever I get a chance to do that. I'll put that on my list of fun. It puts a smile on your face. It does. It does. So I put that there. Number one for me, I think kind of like happened maybe accidentally. Uh, We had Chad Thalman on, the the vice mayor. And uh, I've been biting my lip for months now. Howard has too. There's been a rumor that uh, certain folks on city council not not really happy with Bob Heron. And they wouldn't mind seeing a new city manager. And 
Some said, no, no, no. Denny Magruder said, no, I don't want that. Are you kidding me? No. And Chad Thalman, when you were asking questions about the cityscape, Howard, to me, he said a couple times it was the city manager's fault that uh, they, they asked him questions, they asked him to do this, and there was no response. So to me, he, he answered a question. I took it as, yes, he has a little bit of a problem with the city manager. Yeah, I, well, I don't think there's any question, if you follow politics, that several members of council and, um, and uh, Chad is perpetually um, nudging, can I use that word, the city manager on council floor, what about this? I asked you about this last week. Have you made any progress on this? Um, I don't believe, and I say this from having had private conversations with Chad and with, with uh, the mayor, either one wants to make a change because they recognize that what Bob Heron brings to the table. But I do think there is some, uh, there's some dissatisfaction with him not uh, moving fast enough in certain directions. So. Yeah, that's what I thought, Howard. And I thought that was a highlight. I thought that uh, Chad – I put the three of them together. We had three – Three real newsy interviews during the week this week. We had Chad Thalman talking essentially about the streetscape, Rosemary Ketchum talking about uh, the homeless, and uh, Brad McElhenney talking about Governor Justice's money problems. And in terms of just, you know, I like to always talk about the fact that we try and stay on top of the news with you know, bringing people in who can talk about this stuff. Ninety uh, percent of the time, it's just Bob and I just winging it, throwing our own opinions out. But uh, every once in a while, I think it's good that we have those uh, those folks there. I also enjoyed, on the uh, silly side of life, silly side of life, the Trump playing cards. <laughs> the idea that Donald Trump is now selling a $99 box of playing cards, and if you buy it, one of the cards will have a cutting from the suit that he wore when he got his mug shot taken. And all it says to me is, sweet Jesus, how pathetic has the former president come? I'm going to cut out my dirty old suit and sell it to you. And then my secondary thought on this, sweet Jesus, how sad it is that people are going to buy it. Yeah, a lot of people think it's going to be a good investment. A lot of people want to support him. And then I'm thinking, hey, you know what? If I put this back in, in, in 20, 25 years, it might be worth a lot of money. But the number one highlight of the week for me. Number one. Number one. Without any question, without a doubt. The highlight of the week for me was Monday when we had Barry Manilow bumper music <laughs> all morning long. I love Barry Manilow. I love the bumper music. I love listening to his songs. I didn't recognize most of them. It opened up a whole new era, area for me in the Barry Manilow world. I did not know he had done so much Christmas stuff. I got to go out and find some of those albums. And as you pointed out, Bob, and then it opened up. I didn't know there was going to be a Barry Manilow special that night. That was just plain gratuitous, fortuitous, I should, I should say. You picked Barry Manilow music for the bumper music on Monday, and Monday night was the Barry Manilow music special. That's the Christmas feeling we're talking about, that, Howard. That, that, that was without a doubt. Forget Chad Thalman. Forget the memories of Randy Chamberlain. Forget picking on Patrick Morrissey. Barry Manilow music, bumper music. That's it. All right. Well, Howard, I got a little bad news for you. If you're counting on that experience uh, today with the bumper music, not going to be eh, that way. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> All right. Those are my highlights. Those are Bob's highlights. Highlights of the week every Friday as we review some of the things that we have done and that we do over the course of the week. You'll have to have your own highlights next week. I can't help you.
Well, I hope we will make some highlights, Howard. <laughs> what do you got? I have to ask you this before. I know you still aren't fully planned. What are you doing next week? Do you know yet? Uh, I want to talk about the first year of Wheeling Park basketball. You know, the big rivalry was Central, that big game that uh, Wheeling Park won by one point to, to go to go downstate. Mm-hmm. And also, Howard, uh, this uh, coming a week from tomorrow is the 26th anniversary of the Anthony Proviano murder in now, probably uh, in a lot Belmont of our County. listeners are going. I don't Who? quite remember yeah, that. Who? Yeah, because so long ago. Just a bizarre case from the beginning to the end. Just very sad. Just just tragic, Howard. Just just it would make anybody just just weep. It's just a sad sad story. It took it, some strange twists and turns during the you, you wouldn't you believe. The trial. You yes, the trial. I was there from the 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 jury selection all the way to the verdict, and uh, we're going to talk about that. Going to try to find some folks that uh, that that was there and uh, talk about. I think. It would be a good conversation. We're going to try to do that on Friday, Howard. All right. So uh, I'll be away next week, but uh, plenty of good conversation with the Watchdog Morning Show with Bob Slider uh, next week here on the Watchdog Radio Network. 737, 23 till the hour. You are welcome to join us on the phone lines. You can offer text or you can offer uh, your own highlights if you would like to. You can offer some suggestions to Bob if you have some things you think you'd like him Help to me del- out. delve into next week. That'll be fine. 304-214-1600. Uh, coming up in the Friday roundtable, we will talk. Uh, McCabe and I talked off the air a lot about this. Uh, the passing of form Hank Meraki was superintendent while you were at Park. I mean, he he was the one who created Park. Basically, he, well, uh, I go back with him to probably elementary. There was a the gentleman's name. The 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 consolidation started with a guy by the name of Lee Roy Watt. Lee Roy Watt. Yep. Okay, and then he was replaced by Hank Meraki, and then it just took off. And the other thing that I that I found out about a young Hank Meraki, he was quite a baseball player. Howard. He was. He was a very very talented, very good baseball player. Uh, John and I will talk more about that. Maybe Bob and I will a, a little bit later on, or Bob can join in with us as well. But um, I knew Hank fairly well. Hank was a huge fan of McCabe and I. Uh, he loved to watch the old Ad Issue show on TV, so that was a big deal. And then um, uh, he would every time I would see him out, he would come over and say, you gentlemen, you two guys know what's going on in town. Tell me what's happening. Now, it's always a joke because Hank knew more than we did. But uh, Hank Meraki was just a... A great guy, uh, a tremendous superintendent in Ohio County, and then went on to become a great superintendent at the state level. He helped the state get through the first, that big 11-day teacher strike back in 1990. So we'll reflect on his life and legacy coming up as he died yesterday at the age of 88. 738, 22 to the hour right now. Rebecca Little continues working for us this morning in the Ohio Valley Newsroom. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your morning headlines for this Friday, December 15th. As the Life Hub prepares to open its winter shelter tonight, hopes are high that they can move forward to become a year-round 24-7 shelter. Project Hope physician Dr. William Mercer would like to see a portion of it devoted to respite care. He says there are a lot of roadblocks preventing the homeless from getting into skilled care facilities and sending them home from the hospital when they live in a tent could be disastrous. He says a respite care section of the Life Hub could save lives. He also says nursing homes are far from ideal for homeless people. He says the nursing home staff is used to caring for the elderly with dementia or heart conditions, but a 26-year-old in active addiction is a bad fit for both the staff and the patient. He says respite care within the hub would be a very huge help. Thursday, 
marked one month since the deadly five-vehicle crash on I-70 that killed three adults and three students. That crash involved a charter bus carrying Tuscarora's Valley High School band members who were heading to a conference in Columbus. When the National Transportation Safety Board first arrived in central Ohio, they said the semi-involved crashed into an SUV carrying a teacher and two chaperones before slamming into the back of the bus. The NTSB says the preliminary report on the crash will be released soon. Continuing coverage for you, the former BGJ Sumner Jones Army Reserve Center in the Clater neighborhood of Wheeling will soon be owned by the city. Senator Shelley Moore Capito issued a statement about supporting the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2024, which included several provisions. One provision was requesting the Army Reserve building be given to the city to use for the betterment of public safety. City Manager Bob Heron says all of this is part of Wheeling's improvement. The building is in good condition and will require almost no renovations. Heron says this project was spearheaded by Assistant City Manager Bill Lanham. The property will officially belong to the city once the bill is approved by the House and signed by the President. That was a look at your 7 News headlines. Have a fabulous Friday, everybody, and a wonderful weekend. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. It's the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. On air, online, on demand, and on video. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Italian Christmas Donkey. La, la, la. Come on, Howard, sing. La, 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 la. Come on, Howard. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, didn't we have a conversation about we didn't want to do Dominic the donkey? It wasn't that? Didn't we talk about that at one point? And I tried hard to stay away from this, but the again the tax the text line said, "Hey, come on, do some crazy songs." And we are. And so today our bumper, 
We have had a great, this week we have done the bumper music, holiday bumper music of Barry Manilow, whom I love, Barbara Streisand, whom I love, uh, some great country bumper Willie music. Willie Nelson Willie yesterday. Willie Nelson yesterday. I love that. It's been great, beautiful holiday music for bumpers. And then today, my last day here before I go on my Christmas break, and we're doing the dumbest Christmas songs that Ever. you can possibly find. <laughs> Dominic the Donkey Mite. Well, at any rate, let's bring Tyler Vanji in here this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good morning, Tyler. Hey, good morning, brothers. How are you guys doing today? Good. Are you a big fan of the song Dominic the Donkey? Inky, dinky, dinky, dinky. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. You know, I was actually just going to ask you, what year did that song come out? Because I have never heard it. <clears throat> you never heard of Dominic the Donkey? Well, I wish I hadn't. I'll tell you that right now. I wish I'd never heard that song. I think we're both in the same boat there. It's been around for quite some time. And listen, if you get a chance to like tune in while you're working there, um, we have, again, the bumper music today is the dumbest, stupidest Christmas songs ever made. So, uh, you know, we can put it into your repertoire. And, and you know what? You laugh. I laugh. I'm going to be singing Dominic the Donkey all day long this morning now. <laughs> anyway, Tyler, good to talk to you. Uh, happy to have you with us here this morning. Tyler, is uh, 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 Adam, is he still sick or is he on his break or both? Do we know? Uh, he's on a little bit of both right now. He's taking some time off, spending some time with family. I'm sure that's where he also got a little bit sick, but no. Yeah, he told us earlier in the week that uh, that he was um, uh, that uh, Abby had gotten sick. They thought food poisoning, and then the day after that, he got sick. So, um, yep. Oh no. Yep. Yep. It's you're, it's you're feeling, you're, but you're feeling okay. You're feeling okay, right? Yeah, I'm feeling all right for the current time being. I okay. think I'll hang in there. All right. Very good. Well, it's a cold morning, uh, roaming little below freezing most places I'm checking in at, but it's going to warm up to a fairly nice day today, right? That's exactly right. Forecasting us to max out right around 52 degrees, so the low 50s, mid to low 50s. And uh, we'll be with, um, uh, it'll be warm for a couple of days. Then the weekend uh, is going to be rainy, is that right? That's exactly right. We're going to have a little bit of a coastal disturbance work its way up the East Coast, bring us some rainfall, more so on your Sundays. So don't worry about it for your Friday and Saturday. It looks beautiful out there. A little bit of sunshine for your Saturday, not a complete doomy, gloomy type of day. And then uh, I, I, maybe some snow at some point, tail end of the weekend. I, I, I can't quite tell, yes or no. More so wishful thinking, but Tuesday, if there's a little bit of moisture in the atmosphere, we might see a snowflake or two, but I, I wouldn't put it put it to it. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those we've been seeing them over the past few weeks. We get a flurry, a snowflake here or there, but, I mean, we, we trend dry across the atmosphere. So a couple of really nice days. It's going to warm up. It's not nice right now. It's cool, but a couple of really nice days, 50 uh, into the 50s, uh, low 50s for a couple of days. Uh, but then the rain comes in, pretty pretty rainy weekend for us, and then we'll kind of uh, cross our fingers and see what happens next week in terms of whether it turns to snow or not. Yep. That's exactly right. Definitely not a winter wonderland with 10 days left until Christmas. For those who are hoping for that winter wonderland for Christmas, I'll just go ahead and say it. It's not looking like the recipe for it. I saw that uh, Zach Petty had posted on social media uh, a look at will we have a 
will we have a white Christmas? And uh, his basic answer was, bah humbug, no, we will not, prob- probably not have a white Christmas. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to move up to, uh, I don't know, Alaska this year if we want to see some snow, because <laughs> not looking like the Ohio Valley's getting any. Well, listen, I enjoyed Alaska. I was in Alaska a couple years ago for a two-week trip. I, I thought Alaska was kind of fun, so yeah. But I don't yeah, it would be nice to see the snow this year, but... <laughs> I don't want to go there myself. All right, sounds good. 33 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 28 at the Highlands, 20 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 29 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, up to 50 or so today, though. So it should, should be pretty good. Tyler, let's see, you have another week with us, right? Uh, you're, uh, t- uh, Adam is off for another week? That's exactly right. I'll actually be here every Thursday and Friday till the end of this month. All right. Well, so. I will not be here next week. I'm on vacation. Bob will be here to talk to you, um, so I shan't see you. So, ha- have, first of all, I want to wish you a happy holiday because I won't talk to you after the holiday to after Christmas. Um, but uh, we will get together again right at the end of the year, you and I will. But meantime, uh, sounds great. Yep, Bob will be here. I want to wish you as well happy uh, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. If I don't get to see you before then, as well. But uh, all right, very good. You too, Tyler. All right, thanks a lot, Tyler. We appreciate it. We will talk to you. Bob will talk to you next Thursday, and I'll talk to you in two Thursdays. Sounds good. Thank you, brothers. And Tyler Vanji from the Big 7, WTRFTV. It's an interesting mixture of things. Nice couple of days. Sunny 50s today, tomorrow. Uh, rain, pretty heavy rain, could be part of the weekend. And then just kind of depends. That's what we hear all the time anymore. Just kind of depends on how things go. Could see some snow or snow showers come Monday. Dreaming of a rainy Christmas, Howard. I'm dreaming of a wet Christmas. That didn't work quite as well, I don't think. (laughs) All right, it's uh, 10 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. From our family to yours, season's greetings. Oh, it's Howard Monroe. From all of us on The Morning Show here on The Watchdog, we want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful Watchdog New Year. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from The Watchdog. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. This is great conversation for the holidays or any time of year. You're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog You know what's funny? This once upon a time would have been like, oh my God, what a terrible... Given the songs we've had so far, this is actually, you know, this is a fairly traditional Christmas song. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of, this is this is not as bad as I thought it would be because because all the others are so bad. So, so uh, it's a crazy Christmas music this morning for our bumper music. You picked it just to send me off on a on a weird mood, didn't you? Well, I was trying to avoid it, Howard, but the text, you know, if, if you're going to play Weird Weird Al, then you got to keep that theme going. They kept they kept texting and texting, saying, "Play this Santa. What is it? Santa goes crazy or whatever." And because we aim to please most of the time, we uh, we picked it up and played it. It is a seven to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time for Slider on Sports. Last night, Thursday night football, the Las Vegas Raiders offense it exploded. Howard exploded. Did it explode? It did. The Raiders crushed the L.A. Chargers sixty-three to twenty-one. Remember last week, just five days ago at home, the Raiders didn't score at all. They got beat three to nothing. Their offense hadn't scored a touchdown in their last 19 offensive possessions. And now? This is a streak that goes back 12 weeks. Scoring touchdowns was not a problem last night. Las Vegas scored touchdowns on six of their first eight possessions. Rookie Raider quarterback Adrian O'Donnell. Let me see if I can get this right. Aiden O'Connell. Never heard of this guy, Howard. He's a rookie. But he's the quarterback for the Raiders. He threw four touchdown passes. The Raider defense was outstanding last night against the Chargers. In the first half, giving up just 89 yards and forcing four fumbles. Not too bad in the second half either. Uh, They returned a fumble and an interception both for touchdowns, Charger quarterback Easton Stick. How's that for a name, Howard? Easton, Easton Stick. Filling in for the injured uh, Justin Herbert was 23 of 32 for 257 yards, three touchdowns. He did have a pick. The Raiders hammer the Chargers 63-21. to 21. We will have a ton of local sports talk coming your way at noon today. It's the Pine Room Podcast. Pine Room Boys. Starting things off here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Matt, Coach, Jared, and Jub, and Howard, some guy named Cooley. I don't know who Cooley is, but Cooley. he's been... Hey, Cooley. Who the hell's Cooley? Hey, Cool's been hanging out with him, too. The Pine Room Boys. Talking sports this afternoon. Wasn't, from he, wasn't he like one of the guys in the Ponderosa? <laughs> cool. Hey, cool. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Cooley's one of those guys. Sports this afternoon from 12 to 3. And then tomorrow morning, don't forget Chris Lawrence and the West Virginia Outdoor Show. They start things off, and they'll kick it off at 7 o'clock. And then it's good old boys on sports with Bear and Bob, Brian Beresford, and yours truly, Bob Slatter. We're on from 8 to 9 tomorrow morning. Just getting started, and then at 9 o'clock, it is the Saturday Morning Sports Huddle, brought to you by Paul Harris, with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, co-host Mike Florak, Hall of Fame sports writer Doug Huff, all of that put together by top-notch producer Ross Johnston, and then Howard. Hey, we're not done yet. Oh, we're just getting started. 
WVU basketball at 5.30, the Mountaineers and UMass. But before that, we have Wheeling Central boys basketball at 2.45, the Maroon Knights at St. Clairsville, Howard. All of that on the Watchdog Radio Network. That is a sporty Saturday if I ever heard one. It certainly is. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56. All right. Uh, Watchdog Morning Show underway, uh, 304-214-1600. If you want to text me or call me, uh, 304-232-8255. If you want to call, those are the Frio Stack auction service uh, text lines. Did you, uh, did you ever hear who got the baseball? I'm, I'm going back to Frio Stack. Did you ever hear who got the baseball? Was it somebody who the the, the autographed baseballs in the last auction? They just say sold, sold, sold. sold, they, sold, yeah, sold. There are no names with it, but I think they went like 20, between 20, 25, 30 bucks. Just a great uh, uh, stocking stuffer, though. Hey, look at that. It's a ba- well, it's not just a baseball. It's signed by Bill Mazeroski. I mean, those, are, those were just such cool things. That was such a cool auction. I just hope they. I mean, I hope that Frio Stack made. I think they did well. Did well, good, but good I, also, I also hope that people got a nice, uh, great uh, gift, some nice stuff there, because right? uh, uh, there were a lot of good stuff there. Let's see, Frio Stack auction service text line. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, art uh, Robert Earl Keenan's Art Robert Earl Keen song, "Merry Christmas with the Family." You writing that down? Well, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, that's a song to try. Okay. Not I thought the, you were going to go with uh, Merry Christmas, I Hate Your Guts. I don't know what it says. Okay, that's a, song, that's a song to try not to be confused and just play it. Okay. I don't like the idea they say just play it. That pro- uh, probably can't, can't do that. Can't do, no, we don't just play it. We have to kind of prepare to, uh, uh, to play it. Coming up next hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, of course, it's a Friday, so in the uh, 8.30 segment, Bill Bryson is in Uniglobe, Ohio Valley Travel. They are uh, Bill himself just back from a Texas trip, and he's got some things to share with us about the Texas trip, and then we'll take a look at some upcoming trips, including a couple sports things that they have uh, on the agenda you might be interested in. Hey, uh, Joe Manchin says... He's getting ready to start his winter tour. He's, that's what he calls it, the winter tour. He's going to start a winter tour. I guess he's putting on his mittens and his earmuffs and going out and talking to America. Heading west or going to be? I, I don't know. We'll find out a little bit. I got a little bit of info for you. He was interviewed. Um, I forget. Now, I have the story here. I forget who was interviewed by. But he was interviewed. And, uh, of course, the question was, are you going to run as a third-party presidential candidate? You know what he said? I don't know. Maybe. 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 Could be. Never could tell. I might. I might not. Um, but he's beginning the winter tour. He's going to go out on the winter tour to meet America, see what they think about being a centrist. We'll talk about that. And then gas prices are down or to near or below three dollars. If you want to do any quick check of gas prices before uh, after the before we get into this next half hour, um, text me where the gas prices are. I know my wife told me two forty nine at one point at the. Uh, Sam's Club this past week over in St. Clairsville. You know what that tells me, Howard? What's that? That's closer to two dollars than it is closer to three dollars. You know, I never thought about that. You're absolutely right. At two forty-nine, you, now you're closer to two. There what? you go. Um, many places I've seen around the Upper Ohio Valley are a little below three. Everybody is not too far above three. I haven't seen anything really wildly above three. So we'll talk about gas prices a bit coming up in the next hour. But if you uh, see some prices around town in the next 10 or 15 minutes uh, while you're driving around and you can do it safely, uh, text them to me at 304-214-1600. All right, just about 8 o'clock, ABC covers the world. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog Radio Network.
You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Sing it, Grandpa Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Terror in Europe leading to multiple arrests. Several suspects taken into custody linked to Hamas and accused of plotting against Jews. ABC News learning three are now in custody so far in the Netherlands and Denmark, with four more being sought, and three more in Berlin, Germany, are under arrest as well. In the Israel-Hamas war, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan meets today with Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas after a sit-down with Israel's President Netanyahu yesterday. The goal? The release of more hostages.